Taylor changing the lyrics to one of her songs. Oh, I that saw that too. Karma is the guy on the Chiefs yeah. coming straight home to me. Yeah. <gasps> Died dead literally right there. I'm struggling mentally right now and I just need someone to talk to and to help me through this really, really hard time right now. The last time this guy asked for nudes, I sent a picture of a bowl of noodles. So when he asked me this time, I sent him a picture of a cartoon posing. Look at us just spewing wisdom over here. <laughs> I love it. Hello, beautiful people, and welcome back to That Good Vibe Podcast. I'm Jordan. And I'm Megan. And this is an exciting episode today. Yeah, I'm um, really excited. Yeah, we'll get into it in a bit. But firstly, how are you doing today? Terrible. Oh, dear. I am in so much pain right now. My period is full force attack mode. Being a woman. It's like World War II down there. Oh, my God. <laughs> it is just not. What a disaster. It's not fun. So um, mentally, I'm like half here right now. Physically not here at all. Yeah, I wish I was in my bed watching yeah. Walking Dead. You know what? This is going to be fun, okay? And I'm really excited about today's hopefully topic. So you'll be a little distracted and you won't yes. feel all the pain that's happening down there. Oh, it's just terrible. But other than that... I'm good. I'm on some days off. I'm about to go on my vacation to Dallas. Yes. I'm super, super excited That's for that. That's going to be so excited. Yeah. I mean, exciting. I know. I can't wait. Uh, Saturday morning, I will be up and at the airport by 4.30 in the morning. Love that for you. Yeah. <laughs> it'll be fun. So You're going to get there and then need a nap right away. I don't think so. Oh. I feel like the adrenaline of the whole day is mm. going to... Plus, it's it's like a nine-hour traveling day. So, wow. I have lots of time to rest what? and relax. Yes, I have to take That's three different airplanes. Oh, my gosh. I know. That's kind of sad. I have to stop in two cities. I have two layovers before. Where? So, I go uh, Regina to Calgary, Calgary to Salt Lake, Salt Lake to Dallas. Oh, shit. And then the way home is... Dallas to LA, LA to Calgary, Calgary to Regina. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's a lot. That does not sound fun. No, for someone that doesn't like flying no. very much, you're like, no, no thank, thank you. you. <laughs> Your lashes look so nice, by the way. Thank you. Yeah. I definitely miss my extensions. Putting on, on mascara is just, it's it's not a good time. Yesterday, like halfway through the day, I was like, you like to one of my clients, I'm like, you know what I forgot to do this morning is wipe the fucking mascara off my eyelids. Because every time I put mascara on, Me it too. gets all over. It's probably all over mine. No, like, it's you're good. Oh, sometimes you put it on and I'll go look in the mirror and there's like the marks by your yeah. eyebrows. Yeah. What? Or little pieces, it'll still be wet and it'll drip. Or you'll have like little yes. dots on the bottoms yeah. of your eyes. A lot of times, like, because I don't use waterproof mascara, which I should, but like, it'll give me a black eye. Like by the end of the I day. I don't like the waterproof stuff. Oh, but by the end of the day, mine is like, like underneath my eye is all black. Yeah. Because it just comes the off. The struggle is real. But they look really good. Thank you. You're welcome. Everyone thinks that after getting lash extensions, your lashes, your natural lashes would be like disastrous and not healthy at all but that's like so far from the truth as as, as long, long as you're taking care of them yes and the tech knows what she's doing yeah so yeah Everything like i should be fine i think i got mine off like a month or so ago and my lashes were still long still super healthy and like 
It feels good to let them breathe. It just, it feels good to rub my eye and to not like have to like watch how I sleep and I can sleep on my face and it be totally fine. Yeah. Well, I sleep with a sleep mask every single night, so mm. I don't think I'd be able to even get lashes. Yeah. And I'm constantly rubbing my eyeballs. Yeah. It's hard. It's when hard it not to. It sucks when you have mascara on and you go rub your eye and you're like, <laughs> That's been fuck. me. That's been me. I'm just not used to wearing mascara and I kind of hate it. Well, they look great. Thank you. How are you? How's your week been? Um, I've kind of been a piece of poop. <laughs> like <laughs> You and me both, sister. <laughs> you and me both. <laughs> Like, do you remember last episode when I was like, you know, I've just been so bored lately. I need something to fill my time with. Like, maybe I'll make some candles. Nope, didn't do that. Just decided to, like, lounge on my couch all day last weekend and do nothing. And I'm still kind of in that phase. And I don't know when I'm going to get out of it. Like, I'm I'm happy. I'm just, like, lazy. I'm in my lazy era. era. Me, t- me freaking too. <laughs> Seriously, if I could like label what I'm going through right now, it's just like I'm lazy and I'm okay with it. Yeah, like, like I don't want to do anything. I don't want to be here forever mm-hmm. and I know I'm not going to and yeah. I still go to the gym and like find little things to do here and there. But honestly, I'm so fine just laying in bed, binge watching TV all day. Same girl, same. Yeah, but then your brain feels like shit. Mush. You're like what what time is it Mm -hmm. what what's happening Mm -hmm. but i'm okay with it right now no same i'm so fine with it (laughs) um self-care check-in what was your self-care challenge what was mine oh to work out at home and mm, did not do that Er, failed (laughs) that's okay but yeah like i'm i'm fine with it everything's fine everything's fine it's all fine (laughs) (laughs) what was yours mine was to journal things i'm grateful for and things i manifest Mm. i would say i like half did it because i did journal twice oh that's good um but i didn't really journal fully because the dog was like staring at me and i was like distracted with other things and i was in a little bit of a time crunch Mm -hmm. so i just kind of like half-assed did it but this morning I sat in my chair and I read my book for like probably three hours. Really? It was so nice. Oh, that's awesome. I just loved it. Yeah. Did you have your little coffee besides? I had my coffee. Yeah. Yeah. And then I did a little journaling this morning too. Nice. Good so that for was you. very nice. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. Um, Weekly faves, tips, things going on. What is my weekly fave? Ooh. Okay. I got a good one for you guys. It's a TV show. What else is new? <laughs> we could have called that. Okay. It's on Prime. It's called a Wilderness. Did I tell you about this? I don't think so. Okay. There's eight episodes, I believe. There's eight not- of them? Yeah. Eight. Um, and it basically is about this girl who finds out her husband is cheating on her and she ends up staying with him but trying to get him back somehow and they end up going on a trip um out in the wilderness and um the girl that he cheated on her with is there with her husband or boyfriend or whatever and so that's all i can really tell you but it's so good wow it's really 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 good that sounds really interesting i love a good like cheating scandal show yes right give me all the drama yeah it was really really good but i mean like yeah eight episodes so you just finish it so quickly and then it's like how long are the episodes um i don't know i believe like 45 minutes around okay so a solid amount yeah yeah 
I'm still currently watching The Walking Dead <laughs> and it's consumed my whole life. Like to the point that when I walk places by myself, I'm terrified a zombie's going to jump around the corner. Oh my God. Like it's, it's kind of bad, but I only have like 20 some episodes left and then I'm done. So right now I'm like, let's just power through this get through this binge get through this laziness Mm -hmm. and then we can find something else to occupy our time that sounds good yeah so my plan is to finish that as soon as possible (laughs) what am i doing after we are done recording crawling in bed throwing a heat pad on and throwing on another episode yeah um anyways okay so my fave i I thought that was your fave (laughs) no 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 i have two First thing was when we went for drinks this past weekend mm-hmm. to celebrate our girlfriend's birthday. Yes. Oh my God. That feta bruschetta flatbread we got. So good. So good. So good. So you can literally, Ugh. when you go grocery shopping, I think you said that off air that you need to go grocery yeah, shopping. Today, yeah. Um, You can literally buy pre-made bruschetta. Ooh, okay. It'll probably be like in the deli yeah. section area. Yeah. And then just get that. And if you have like flatbread or naan bread or something at home, I'll have to get some, but yeah. See if there's like a gluten-free one. And then what kind of sauce? It looked like there was marinara yeah, sauce on there. Yeah, it did. But not just like normal pizza marinara sauce, like a, I don't know, but you definitely need balsamic vinegar. Oh, yes. Or like right. balsamic yeah. glaze yes. would even be better. Okay, yeah. And then throw that on there. Yeah. So good. Ugh. So, but you know it's like probably not gonna taste as good as we had it there or it could taste better true but that did taste pretty freaking really really good yeah that was such a fun time to see everybody yeah have a couple drinks and some snacks Mm -hmm. and then my other favorite was i took myself out by myself i went to a taylor swift dance party oh my god all by myself it was the best three and a half hours of my entire uh, life. That makes me so happy for you. It looked like you were having fun. So I really hope that. I had the best time and I met two new friends. Uh, oh my gosh. They're the cutest. Sandra and oh my gosh. It's coming to Alex. me. Alex. No. Lexi. Haley. Oh. Haley. Sandra and Haley. So shout out girls if you happen to catch this. They were just so incredibly uh, nice to me and it was so fun to just be dancing all night long to all of Taylor Swift's songs with all of the people that know all the words. And I'm like, it's literally a dream come true. It looked like they had a screen projector or something up. Was it like the music video playing or like? No, it was just like a compilation of different oh, okay. stuff. Because, okay, so the the dance was the 1989 re-release dance is what it was called because she just re-released that one. Yeah. So he played every single song plus the vault tracks from that album, which by the way, did you listen? No. I <laughs> told you <laughs> you had homework. No, I know. I'm so sorry. I am actually so sorry. I totally forgot. Well, now you have I something will. to do tonight. Yes, I will. I will. Is I will to listen to the to the album. But so he played <laughs> all those songs plus pretty much like almost every single other oh, yeah. song. Like there's still a ton of songs that he couldn't play because it was only three and a half hours, but it was just wow. And wow. you had drinks there, did you? I had drinks. Yeah, I had a couple shots. Ooh, it was like cool. um, a really great time. My man dropped me off and picked me up, uh, and it was just that's awesome. Yeah, it really wow. was. I got a couple friendship bracelets. Nice. I will definitely be going again. Oh yeah, like 100% go again. Yeah, that's so cool that they even had that. 
It's actually this guy, there's a company called T-Swift Dance Parties and all the money raised oh. goes to um, like brother, sister type organizations like mm. girl guide organ like all those organizations for like little girls basically oh cool and there was a sign that popped up and said this year they've already raised a hundred and twenty thousand dollars oh my gosh yeah and he's been doing these t-swift dance parties uh since 2021 the end of 2021 oh, like wow. when the covid restrictions really started yeah. to like let loose yeah wow that's amazing so amazing so and another thing oh, is okay. literally Sunday morning, I wake up, I open Instagram. First two videos I see. Video one, Taylor changing the lyrics to one of her songs. Oh, I that saw that too. Karma is the guy on the Chiefs yeah. coming straight home to me. Yeah. <gasps> died dead <laughs> literally right there. Then I died even more when you see her waving goodbye to her fans and then running to her man. Yeah, I saw that and, too. Oh, jumping in his arms they're so in love they are so cute they really are oh i just i ate it all up it's like christmas day so <laughs> those are my favorites <laughs> wow we amazing. love taylor around here um do you have anything else nope you ready to get into therapy yes okay i'm so excited to talk about this because therapy has changed my life amen sister like, Seriously. I don't know where I would be today if I hadn't gone. Yeah, I completely agree. Like, I feel like I wouldn't have the tools to be able to calm myself down or get through a difficult situation or the tools to remind myself that I'm just a human mm -hmm. without therapy. Totally. Ugh. Like... She really, really helped me through a lot of things, as well as relationships in my family, helping me realize that some relationships just are hard to get through and hard mm -hmm. to deal with. But reminding myself that we both unconditionally love each other and we're both in this relationship for the benefit of each other and just reminding myself of that. Mm -hmm. So I'm very thankful for my gal. I used to be the biggest overthinker. Yes. And I used to have to plan everything out to a T until I saw her. And she made me realize to be in the moment and it's okay if things don't go the way you expected because that's just how life is going to be. Like it's not going to be um, everything's going to happen. Exactly the way that you want yeah. it to. Yeah. So we're going to kind of share our stories through therapy. Do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? Um, I can go first. So I had a client, a lash client, about three years ago. And she was going to this therapist. And I had been talking about this to my lash client being like, I've always wanted to go to therapy, but I'm kind of nervous. And... I just, I don't know where to start. And she was like, you know, I will give her, give you her number. You can text her and say, I recommended you. And I was like, okay, perfect. So I ended up having an appointment with her and she was, she just going into her office. She had a couple of couches set up. She had plants. She had a humidifier going and it was kind of, um, in an older building downstairs and just the whole vibes together were just, just made me feel so comfortable. And I was actually excited to 
should be there. So that was about three years ago. Yeah. When you started. Yeah. I yeah. think so. Yeah. Yeah. But you haven't seen her in a while. I haven't. Um, and that's like one thing. It is expensive. And I was getting coverage through home care. Yes. And now it's like I kind of have to fork that money out on my own. And yeah, because being your own business girly can be amazing, but it can also suck. Yeah. Just not knowing like how much money you have coming in. Yeah. Is a little difficult sometimes to plan. Um, But I do feel okay. I think she has just changed my life so much that everything she's taught me, I keep... um, I just like I keep in my mind all the time and so I don't really feel that big of a need to go back to her right now anyways um, because she's just giving me so many tools. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. So that's the only time you've ever you've never done therapy like as a kid or whatever. No that's the only time. Wow. And I've only been to one girl and I'm I feel very lucky that it only took me one person to go to because I know a lot of people have to go through a lot of different therapists to find the right one yeah especially when it comes to like the financial side of it is different therapists can cost different amounts of money and sometimes your benefits can accept one type of therapist but not another it all depends on the type of schooling they had so always make sure you check into that stuff yeah okay well i'm going to share my story Mm -hmm. Okay, so my story with therapy. If you guys haven't already heard it, I have shared this story online probably multiple times. But I started therapy when I was young. My mom sent me to therapy to help deal with some like at home stuff that was going on. Because as a kid, you just don't really know how to like fully process that kind of stuff. And I liked it but it it wasn't my choice so I didn't really understand what the whole concept was then as I got um, older I just never went to therapy then when I returned back to it I want to say I was 2016 I think Mm -hmm. when I went back and I went to this woman spewed my story again to someone else paid the money submit it to my benefits oh nope sorry not accepted so that one was out of my pocket so then I had to go find another girl and I found the girl that I currently see now and I from 2016 until 2021 I think I saw her like once every other month and that woman changed my life like really helped me see the value in myself and how to stand up for myself and be brave for myself and make decisions for myself and she got me through some of the hardest fucking moments of my entire life that I never thought I would have to experience and I'm very thankful for that and not seeing her for a while I can see the effects in myself Mm -hmm. I am easily tipped into spiral mode And once I get going, it's kind of a momentum thing and I can't really stop. And she just kind of helps me put the brakes on and slow myself down. I have a question. Yeah. Did you ever in your therapy experience bring a notepad and write down notes? 
I have, or I'll pull up my phone and write things down. Okay. And then, or afterward, or after the appointment, write things down kind of thing. She usually writes down stuff on her own sticky note. And then at the end of it, she Mm. gives me the sticky note because in her mind, it's like, if you're busy trying to write something down, then you're not fully absorbing what she's saying. Mm -hmm. So she's going to write it down for me and then give me the sticky note. Which makes sense. Um, But I always had brought a notepad and was like, like writing 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 everything she was saying yeah which yeah again like that does get hard and you're not as much like absorbing the information and you're almost missing things I think if you're like trying to write down everything she's saying exactly so I guess one thing my advice would be was like either yeah to like maybe pull out your phone or like bring a laptop so you can like type all the things faster and maybe that can like help you a little bit but one thing when I first started going and I wasn't writing anything down, I kind of missed the chance to, cause I kind of forgot everything. Like, Oh, and I've had sessions that I walk away and I'm like, what was, what? Yeah. What was the point of that? But then six months, eight months, a year later, something pops up and I remember her saying that and I'm like, Oh, mm-hmm. it's all clicking. It all makes sense now. So I don't think it's meant to be like, absorb this information take it home and Mm -hmm. it needs to be memorized forever i think it's just a way for us to have an unbiased conversation with someone Mm -hmm. about our thoughts feelings and emotions in an honest way Mm -hmm. and we can get someone's unbiased opinion back to us oh for sure um one thing that like so now haven't gone to therapy in probably a year now um, but I do have a bunch of notes that I wrote up and I put one all in one big um, like word document. And so now I can go back and like look to see like mm-hmm. if I'm feeling a certain way. Um, I have in my notes like relationship wise. Um, if I am feeling a little lonesome in my relationship, here are some points that my therapist had said to get me back on the right track of not feeling that way. Yeah. Um, so like, I'm glad that I have those notes to look back on. Um, and one thing else I was going to say is don't be afraid to just say whatever's on your mind. Cause I remember going in there and being like, Oh, like this just sounds so stupid. Like I don't even want to bring this up to her, but it was something that has been bothering me for such a long time. Yep. And after bringing that up to her, Like I just, I felt such a weight lifted off me and she helped me through that so much. And it was like, Jordan, that's not stupid. Like you're you're totally valid to feel any feelings. Yes. Your feelings are so valid. Yeah. And I think sometimes when you have a thought feeling or emotion and you don't fully know how to understand it yourself, having a therapist there to try and explain, even if you're not fully sure the words that you want to say or how to explain it, just try to explain what you know and then they're going to be able to help you fill in those gaps yeah put those puzzle pieces together and they'll often say okay so from what I'm hearing I think this is what you're saying Mm -hmm. and then you can go like yeah that that kind of does feel like what I'm feeling so then she can link it back to some other behavior that you said and go oh well I think you're feeling this way because remember that really tiny thing that your friend said to you and you told me last time and it really, really pissed you off, but you said you were over it. You're fine. Well, look at eight months later, you're still feeling those feelings because you haven't fully processed that. Oh, Mm -hmm. okay. I get it now. Like 
you don't process emotions properly and fully, they will come back in weird ways. And you're Mm -hmm. like, what am I feeling? Why am I feeling this Mm -hmm. way? And your therapist is really going to help you explore that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But going off on what you said there, we're just going to kind of bleed into our next little areas of this of what to expect for your first time, as well as some other helpful tips. We'll just kind of bleed them together here. But being honest, like being super honest about what you're feeling and thinking to your therapist is only helping you. Mm -hmm. You lying to them or keeping information because you're kind of embarrassed or you knew that you were in the wrong is not helping anybody. Yeah, don't do not be embarrassed. You you don't even know how many different things, situations, thoughts she's heard before. Like whatever you think is going to be embarrassing to say, it's not. It's not at It's not all. that big of a deal. No, it's not. And it it's going to help you. Like that's the, that's the main thing. Is saying yeah. everything is going to make her help you. So, yes. or him. or him. Yeah. Or whoever. So for those of you that have maybe never gone to therapy before, this is like a couple of things that you can expect for your first time. First of all, you are going to feel very overwhelmed and Mm -hmm. very kind of afraid by the whole situation because it is, it does, it feels scary. You're about to be super vulnerable and open to someone you've never met before. But I want you to know that as long as you're picking someone with a proper appropriate credentials, You are in the safest place you've ever been in your whole life. This person is bound by legal documentation that they have to keep what you say in that room. Unless you talk about hurting yourself or hurting someone else. Right. Those are the only times that they have to get someone else involved. So just know that you're in a super, super safe space and you can trust this person. Second of all is... Be ready to tell your story over multiple sessions. Mm -hmm. An hour is not enough time to delve into your entire life and what led you up to now. So be ready that maybe for the first like two, three, four sessions, you're probably not going to get to the root of the problem. Or maybe you know what it is that you want to quote unquote fix, but you are nowhere near that point yet. You need to just keep talking and diving and exploring your past, your history, your patterns, your behavior in order for them to understand who you are. Then we can start to dive into, okay, this is what I'm feeling and these are what I want to work through. Mm -hmm. Because you go in there and you're like, I'm I'm mad all the time and I want you to fix it. Mm -hmm. Okay, well, what brought you to this point? What happened in your life? That makes you feel so angry at the world. What happened to you at this age? What happened to you at that age? All those moments in life of things that happened to you are going to mold you into who you are today. And one of those or multiple of those events are going to all click together and go, ah. So after years and years and years of having maybe angry parents all the time has caused you in your brain and your subconscious brain to be angry. So now we have to learn how to change that. And that's going to take time. One thing when I got into the office, the first time I went, um, I didn't realize that there, this is kind of the norm. I, I don't know if you, your therapist does this, but every time I go, she has a piece of paper where you're supposed to write down. Um, there's like smiley faces. Like, how do you feel today? 
there's a sad face there's like a neutral face and you, it, it's kind of to see the basis of what this session's gonna be about um so I like I, I yeah that's just something that like I didn't expect but it's 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 important so yeah I don't, mine doesn't do that mm-hmm. but every every place is different like mine is an office there's probably like 20 some therapists in this office mm-hmm. you go in you let the receptionist know your name and who you're seeing they have my credit card information on file and they charge me before the session starts oh and see like mine does e-transfer mm. or what's the other one i think she just does e-transfer i don't think she has a machine and like yeah her office is like there's other offices in the building but they're not other therapy op- offices so, so she like, has her own practice think, yeah exactly yeah, yeah exactly so just make sure that when you're setting up an appointment if you're worried about where do i park what door do i walk into all these things you can ask them that when you're booking the appointment the first time and also remember that your very very first session session number uno you're also assessing if they're a fit for you. Yes. Like you get to decide if you want to continue with this person. The job of a therapist is to come to you with an unbiased opinion. If you feel that they do not have an unbiased opinion or they're pushing their own opinion, religion can definitely come into play. All different things can come into play here. If you feel that that's just not jiving with you and your story and what you need, you are more than welcome to go find somebody else. Please don't give up on therapy. Just because one therapist didn't help you th- for the first time doesn't mean they're not all going to be helpful. For sure. Sometimes it's going to take a couple. Yeah, sometimes it has to take a couple. Like I saw one guy one time and I was like, I am not. No, this is not happening. Mm-hmm. No. Or when they bombard you with like pamphlets and papers all the time, it's like, okay, mm-hmm. I'm not like mm-hmm. some science project. Right. No, thank you. Yeah. So, but I love, I love my girl so, so much. I actually see her, actually it was a few episodes ago, I, I booked my appointments, mm-hmm. so I see her soon. I'm very excited. That is so exciting. Yeah. I have some shit I need to deal with because mm-hmm. I, I haven't seen her, I think, since like January or February. So it's been almost 11 months mm-hmm. and whew, you can feel that little spiralness yeah. take over. Um, something else I was going to give advice for for like first timers is it is not a fashion show. You do not have to look good for this person. Oh, absolutely not. You, the hair and makeup and stuff, you can totally ditch that and just be as comfortable. If you're comfortable with it, then go for it. But my point is be comfortable. Yes. Wear comfy clothes, maybe bring a water bottle. Like they're going to have tissues there mm-hmm. if you are a crier like me. So oh, that that's one thing she offered. She would always offer me if I wanted coffee or tea. Yeah. And I would sit in this big comfy chair. And it was just awesome. There was blankets there if you wanted. Yeah, it was great. My therapist brought her puppy a couple of times. Oh, I love that. So I got puppy cuddles. While what kind I was of puppy? A little Shih Tzu, I think. Aww, so cute. it was like a little, little, little puppy. Oh, I love yeah, it. Yeah, it was really adorable. Awesome. So, Okay, um, a few other helpful tips. This one might be kind of hard for the financial reasons, but try to be consistent with therapy. I feel like once you start, it's always something to keep continuing to go 
get new information because we change. So sometimes the tools that they give us are no longer useful. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you need to upgrade those tools or learn new tools and new advice or a new situation happened in your life that you might need some different advice on. So try to be consistent. Take a look at what your benefits package is. Um, and then you just divide that up into what your hourly rate is. And then that's how many times a year you can go. Now, if you're paying for this out of pocket, it is very, very difficult. And oftentimes that is one of the first things that we cut out of our budget, but it is probably one of the most Mm -hmm. important things. You are your own person. You're your own. No, it's so true. I need to redo my budget so I could put that in there. But it's hard because you're paying between 150 to 225 mm-hmm. an hour. Right. But but like you said, you have to keep up with it, whether it be two, three times a year. or Twice a year. You twice go January year. and July. Yeah. So I know I need to. It's been a while. And yeah. And then when you feel things kind of spiking up again, well, then you can throw in another session in there. But I think this is not a plug and I've never used this before, but I've seen other people sponsor it and talk about it and all this stuff. Have you heard of BetterHelp? Mm -hmm. So I looked into it. The reviews are very like 50-50. Some people absolutely love it and some people are like, no, it's an absolute joke. But how it works is it's a monthly payment. And I think when I looked online, it's like $80 a month, but only some insurers will accept it. Oh, okay. So I don't know if all insurance would take it, but it's a subscription base. So you do like a six-month contract or a one-year contract, and it's $80 a month. And then you get matched with a therapist, and you can talk to them at any point in any time. Text, email, video call. All that's that cool. Stuff. All that stuff. Oh. You can switch therapists at any time. However, sometimes I have heard that not all the therapists are like in it for the people, which makes it hard for people to actually enjoy it. Hmm. And some people are an in per- like I need in person mm-hmm. therapy. Me too. I'm not a over the video call. Yeah. But that's always a cheaper option. If you're looking to try therapy mm-hmm. or just to try somebody, another thing is most of the time, a lot of the companies you work for are going to have a free 1-800 number for counseling of some sorts. Mm-hmm. It's it's not uh, an in-depth therapy, let's talk about my childhood trauma type therapy, but it's a, I'm struggling mentally right now and I just need someone to talk to and to help me through this really, really hard time right now your work will often have a 1-800 number for that. So Mm -hmm. if you do really, really need help, go reach out to your boss, HR, payroll, literally anybody, they'll get you that number. I remember home care had it. I had to reach out to them one time and they were like pretty helpful. It's all just over like a Teams or like a MSN chat type thing. Yeah. Yeah. So that was kind of helpful. There are options out there. Like you don't have to go to the top best of the best. So true. And then my last little piece of advice that I have is kind of hard. And I know that I'm guilty of not doing it all the time, but it is actually try some of the exercises that your therapist suggests to you. Oh, yes. Like sometimes they give you journal prompts or go read this article or watch this YouTube video. One of the big things that my therapist has taught me is when it comes to some of my social anxiety, 
especially last year when I was just like mentally not there, she was suggesting to me exposure therapy. So exposing myself to people, making myself a little bit uncomfortable to show myself that this is not a life or death situation. You are not going to die right now. Like you're going to get through this. And then when you get home and you're alone, you can tell yourself, wow, I did it. Mm -hmm. So exposure therapy is one of the thousands of ways that you can try to get through some stuff. But she has given me exercises of journal prompts or she's told me, Kate, I want you to practice in the mirror having a conversation with this person and what you truly think that they would say back to you. Yeah. Because oftentimes... When you're struggling with someone and you want to like confront them about how you're feeling, when you're talking to yourself in your brain, not out loud, just in your brain, your response back is always going to be snippy and snarky Mm -hmm. and attitude and threatened by. So that's what stops us from wanting to have the conversation. But if you look at yourself in the mirror and verbally say the words that you would potentially say to that person and then practice what they would potentially say back that's a lot more realistic than what's going on in your little brain well and it's just it's never going to be as bad as you think it is never no never 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 um one thing my therapist gave me was a little chart situation because you know i was the biggest overthinker ever and when there was a problem it would be write out the problem and then write out how I can't remember how exactly it went, but something about like how that made you feel and how, like, what's the reality of it? Do you know what I'm trying to say? I feel like I'm just mumbling. No, I do know what you're trying to say. Um, So you physically write out the problem that you're struggling with or the situation that you might be overthinking. Yes. Then you would write down, okay, how is that making you feel right now? Mm -hmm. And it's not just like angry. What they're looking for is like, I can feel my heart starting to beat faster. Mm-hmm. I can feel my stomach turning into knots. The temperature of my body is starting to increase. So become aware of those like physical things. Then I'm pretty sure you would write like what would happen if everything went right? Mm-hmm. How would you feel and what would that situation look like? And what would you what would happen if everything went wrong? Mm-hmm. And oftentimes it is never wrong. And even if it is wrong... What you're feeling is not even close to what you thought exactly. you would feel. Yes. Yeah. So I think the biggest thing to take away here is therapy helps us get out of our damn heads. Mm-hmm. This void, this is not a void up here, but like when you're, all of these thoughts, when you're an overthinker, when you're anxiety driven, when you're depressed and all these things it is so easy to just spend a lot of time by yourself up there I know that I've said this last episode that you're the only person you spend the rest of your life with when you are depressed or anxious or overthinking that can feel like one of the most lonely thoughts on the planet so in order to get out of your head you need to verbally talk or you need to write Mm -hmm. something down or another thing is move When you're feeling really big emotions, oh my God, how does this quote go? Like something if like, like if you're feeling bad, figure out how you're feeling after you move your body because you're probably not going to feel bad anymore. Something like that. 
I don't know how it actually goes, but it goes. Is that kind of okay. what you're talking about? Emotion is energy in motion. Oh, emotion. Yes. So when you're feeling emotion in our body, there's a lot of energy movement happening in our physical body. And the only way to get that out is to move. So that's another way to get I do like I I don't know where I I heard that from but it is so true like when you're in a funk and you start doing stuff around the house tidying up organizing whatever or get outside or get outside start working out or whatever just moving your body you're not gonna feel that bad anymore yeah you might still be a little pissy but you're definitely like okay like I've processed my emotions I know if I have a good sleep I'm gonna feel better tomorrow right instead of just sitting there sulking in your bad mood and yeah so therapy is a serious thing and if you are in a situation where you are having really bad negative thoughts about yourself or someone please please reach out to someone there are so many kind people out there Mm -hmm. that want to help you want to help And you are a good person and you are worthy of love and friendship and all these amazing things. So just try therapy out. Mm -hmm. It's cool. It's fun. It's life changing. It really is life changing. It really is. I am one of those people that thinks that everyone should go to therapy. Me too. And there are a handful of people in my life that feel that not therapy, therapy is not for everybody. You know what? And some of those people frustrate the hell out of me. No, me too. Um, I remember telling my mom that I was going to therapy and she's like, why? You know, you can always talk to me if you have anything on your mind. And it's like, yeah, I know I can. But sometimes I'd like to talk to someone who's on like the outside perspective and it doesn't see me every day or they they're just going to have like a different inclination of ways to help you rather than just talking to your friends or family about your problems yes and these people are like that is their role that's their job they've gone to school for years they have the education yes to help you like yeah so they've spent hundreds of thousands of dollars to to do this so i'm like thank you mom but no No, thank you (laughs) love you mom um If you guys are curious or have any other questions about therapy or therapy related things, you can definitely reach out to us. I am going to leave a link down below for BetterHelp. This is not a sponsored link. We do not get any profit from this. It is simply just the basic BetterHelp link that will be down below for you guys if you need some assistance or anything like that. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Okay. Therapy. So fun. Love it. Um... What are we into next? Oh, our self-care challenges. Mm-hmm. So again, we are recording a couple of days ahead. Mm-hmm. So we only have two days. What What is your two-day self-care um, challenge? I'm going to kind of steal yours from last week. Yeah. I want to journal and meditate. I haven't done that in so long. And yes. I preach about that all the time. So either tomorrow or Thursday morning before we record, I yes. want to do that. Lovely. At least once. If I do it twice, both days bonus beautiful beautiful what about you what's yours mine is to do the same thing i did this morning and have another slow coffee read my book yeah though it is the weather is so nice outside it is it's like what is happening it's why is why is it plus six outside and sunny so 
I just want to enjoy some of that in the morning mm-hmm. and that's what I'm going to do because I know my period is still going to be raging hellfire on me tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. But so that's my thing. Um, Q&A's. Did we get, did we get some Q&A's? Um, yes. Okay. We got some good ones. Good, good, good. Um, the first question that came in is just a kind of simple question. Where can you go? And accidentally spend a hundred dollars. I know there's many places. Literally everywhere. No, I know. But there's what's like one place that you're like, whoopsies. <laughs> okay, do you know what mine would be? Yeah. Going out for drinks and supper. Oh yeah, for sure. For sure. Because you're like another drink. Ooh. Sure. This looks good. Ooh, let's get that. Like let's try this on the menu and this on the menu. Let's get an appetizer to start. And then we'll go into a good meal and let's share a bunch of drinks and ooh, maybe dessert. Yeah. Oh, I could so <laughs> see you doing that. Um, I wanna say mine would be like winners or home sense. Oh when you're okay. looking that's a good one like too. All the knickknacky stuff. Yes. Uh, or my other one would be anything for Chewy. Oh, wow. Yeah. Like I can spend money on that dog like nothing. Yeah. He's my baby. He's my child. Yeah. I love him so much. You want to spoil him. Best life ever. <laughs> okay. This, this is kind of a bit long, but we'll see how we get with this. I, 19 female, and my boyfriend, 26 male, have been together for roughly a year, and I absolutely adore and love him. Today, he admitted that he went through my phone this weekend because over the past couple of months, I'd become more affectionate, and his friends convinced him that something must be wrong, like cheating or something. Of course, he found nothing, but he found something that made him slightly uncomfortable, which was a text between me and a guy that hooked up with, I hooked up with last year before we started dating. Uh, The thing that made my boyfriend uncomfortable was when I had wished this guy a happy birthday recently and he responded with send nudes. The last time this guy asked for nudes, I sent a picture of a bowl of noodles. So when he asked me this time, I sent him a picture of a cartoon posing. On Saturday, my boyfriend asked in the middle of the night if I still talked to anyone I used to mess with. And I said no. And later that night, I removed the picture of the cartoon I sent because I thought it might make him uncomfortable that I responded that way. Today, when he told me he went through my phone, I lied and said I didn't respond to the guy because I got scared. Now he is upset and uncomfortable with me because I lied about not responding. While he apologized for going through my phone, he said that me lying is extremely, extremely serious. I put it behind me that he went through my phone because I know he loves me and just got a little in his head, but I don't know how to move forward. Yikes. Okay. We have got some caught in a lie. wrongness on both parts here. Yes. First off. If you are in a relationship, there is zero reason that you are talking, even sending a happy birthday to people that you have slept with. That's true. Zero reason. Yeah. Just because you're just you're just asking for problems. Yeah. Maybe not consciously, but subconsciously. It's like, ooh, can I get away with it? Mm -hmm. Like, I know you love this guy and I know it was nothing hurtful. But the guy that you slept with, you have no idea what his intentions are. Actually, you do because he just asked you for some nudes. Yeah. So problem there. Problem number two is we should try and not lie to our partners, Mm -hmm. even if we know that we're wrong. Because with the second they catch you in that lie, Mm -hmm. there's nothing you can do to try to help repair that, especially in the early ages of a relationship. 
and I know you're a little bit younger and you all this stuff will come with time and age and maturity mm-hmm. not saying you're not mature but let's just try not to do that anymore yeah going forward I would just suggest to be totally upfront. Even if you do send your ex a happy birthday when your current boyfriend asks you, have you been talking to someone? You have to be honest about Mm -hmm. that. Yeah. And you have to know that maybe I shouldn't be doing that anymore because you put yourself in his shoes. You would be feeling the exact same way that he has. Totally. That's like one thing that a lot of people miss is like not putting themselves in the other person's shoes. Yes. In their partner's shoes. So... As for your boyfriend, it was maybe a little wrong for him to be going through your phone. That is another break of trust. Mm -hmm. But on the other hand, if he's choosing to be in a relationship with you, you have to learn how to protect that relationship between two people and not let your friends or exterior people brainwash is not the right word but like kind of brainwash Mm -hmm. you into thinking that your partner is cheating or lying or a terrible person you know who you're dating so Mm -hmm. you have to just kind of trust your instincts and protect that relationship yeah moving forward i think you guys should forgive each other and be upfront and not lie to each other ever again and honesty is key it is it really is seriously honesty and communication yeah can't beat it Okay, next one. Hi, I'm 19 female and my boyfriend is 21. We've been together for a year and a few months. At first it started out great. We used to spend hours talking about the most random stuff and his company made me feel happy and safe. I opened up to him about a couple things my exes did to me because I thought he was going to be understanding and caring. But ever since I told him... He has used the things I told him in arguments. He rarely rarely compliments me nowadays, but he always makes sure to tell me that I'm too much and that he doesn't want to deal with me and my moods. I really love him and I genuinely cannot imagine what life would be like without him. So I don't want to leave him, but sometimes it makes me wonder if he really likes me. What else do I do? Oh, no. Yeah. Girl, I'm so sorry. Oh, that really, really sucks. Yes. That takes a toll on your psyche in your relationship. Well, especially because you're like, all of these guys did this to me in the past. Can you please not do that to me in the future? That's basically what you're saying by like telling him of what's going on. And then he flipped a tune and now he's kind of using that against you and playing that card. And that gets exhausting. And I know you don't want to not be with him and I'm not saying that that's the first initial thing that you need to think about but if that behavior continues to happen and he continues to pull those cards out and threaten them in front of you and treat you not in the way that you want to be treated girl you need to assess your own value what are you worth exactly but maybe asking him hey I came to you because I trusted you and I loved you and I really do see a future with you. And I noticed that it kind of shifted something within us. So I'm just not sure if that hurt you or if you felt threatened by it or maybe don't like use those words exactly, but try to figure out why Mm -hmm. he is doing that. And you could always try some therapy speaking Mm -hmm. of today's topic. But I think, yeah, maybe the first thing to do would be to sit him down and have a calm, civil conversation about how you're feeling and 
a solution like both of you guys coming up with a solution to move forward yes and part of you knowing your worth is you figure out what the problem is together you come up with a solution and a plan of action together and after three six nine months you are not seeing that action to Mm -hmm. go with that you need to reassess your value Mm -hmm. because what are you worth so that's all i gotta say about that Mm -hmm. okay do we have any other ones no that was it for today juicy yes juicy juicy good luck everyone though like being in a relationship sometimes is hard it's really hard it is hard Especially yeah. like trying to get your thoughts and feelings across and sometimes the other person just doesn't understand. And then yep. you have to try and figure out a way to say it in a different way. And But just being upfront and honest and having those conversations, there's there, like that's all you can do. Yeah. And also remember that women are a lot more intuitive and emotional than men are. So something that I've learned over time of dating is that he is never, ever going to be able to get to the same emotional level that I'm on. Mm -hmm. So I need to stop trying to pry and push and pull and nag constantly. You don't understand. You don't understand. You don't understand when he's saying, no, I do understand. I get what you're saying. But for me, it doesn't look like he does. Mm -hmm. I have to remember that. My level of emotion is here and his level of emotion is here. So when he reaches that, he is understanding what I'm feeling, thinking and going yes, through. Yes, 100%. And they don't want to fucking talk about emotions all day and every day. Yeah. So us as women as well need to learn how to put out what we're feeling, come up with a solution, hear what he has to say, reel it back and let it go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, and it's so hard sometimes because all you want to do is just like get more out of them. And then it turns and then it turns into a fight. Yeah. Yeah. And then my last piece of little relationship advice here is that it's you and him versus the problem. Ooh, that's good. Start looking at it as like if you two need to get into a type of conversation where you're physically standing shoulder to shoulder, use another object in the house or create an alter ego in the house Mm -hmm. and look at that together and say, this is the problem that we're dealing with. How can we together, being on the same team, mm-hmm. deal with that problem? Because the second you two are starting to stand and you're facing each other and you're standing tall and you're yelling and you did this and you made yes. me feel this way and you're pointing yeah. fingers, it is now you versus him. Mm-hmm. And yeah. nine times out of 10, you are both going to break and fall. That is one thing I learned in therapy was is using I versus you. Yes. Instead, instead of being like you, 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 you say, I feel this way and I blah, blah, blah. And being on the same team, me and Nick talk about that a lot, that we are each other's teammates. We're team players. Yes. We're playing for the same team, yes. the same sport. Yes. We're trying to win the same battle together. Yeah. So why are you and I, yes, we argue. Yes, there's things that you might mm-hmm. not agree on and tiffs and blah 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 yeah. blah but always trying to reframe it about okay well what's the actual problem here mm-hmm. because if it's just the general annoyance that we have with other human beings you can move past that right exactly but if it turns into a problem you need to figure out what is that external problem that we can deal with together mm-hmm. so that's my advice wow look at us just spewing wisdom over here <laughs> i love it 
Um, well, thank you guys for watching this episode. We are very thankful and grateful for this one. Mm-hmm. And you guys. Um, like, subscribe, subscribe comment, comment, share. Share. All the things. And we will catch you guys next week. Bye. Bye.